for tuning in to SNC Adventures Talk It Out. My name is Paige, and today I'm here with Crystal. Hi, I'm Crystal. Um, I'm a recent St. Norbert College graduate in this Woo! last December. Thank you, Paige. Um, and I recently went to Toledo, Spain this last fall. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about your experience. Like, where do you stay? What kind of classes did you take? What's your major? Okay. Well, um, first off, my major is International Studies and History, mm -hmm. and then a Spanish minor, of course. Um, I, like a lot of the other students, and I know there were three other students when I went, we all okay. stayed with host families. Mm -hmm. and I know Annika's talked about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, my host family was really nice and accommodating, mm -hmm. which isn't always like, a thing with people, I don't mm -hmm. think. Um, they're really good with the food and like mm. trying to adjust to like what I would eat or the students that they like had in the past. Mm -hmm. um, I think they only had like five other students before me, which okay. isn't like a ton, mm -hmm. but it's still I think enough that they establish kind of what they eat, what they don't eat, mm -hmm. how much you eat. Apparently I don't eat enough, but, like, <laughs> it's fine. Uh -huh. So like what who was in your host family? So I had the mom and the dad, mm -hmm. which the mom ironically looked a lot like my own mom. Oh, like as really? As far as like haircut, <laughs> which was funny. a little weird for me. <laughs> um, they had two daughters. One was, I think she was about 30, mm -hmm. so she didn't live with them at all. Mm -hmm. And then they had another daughter who was actually a year younger than me, okay. so I think she was 20 at the time, mm -hmm. think of the math, <laughs> and, um, but she studied in Madrid, so I only saw her maybe a handful of times, I barely okay. ever saw her. Okay. So. Was what was it like living with a host family? Um, I think it was kind of relaxed for me, I'm very independent, mm -hmm. so it was like a difficult adjustment at first okay. to have to be there, and obviously there's like the comfort of knowing people's routines mm -hmm. and not, but... They gave me a lot of privacy, which was nice. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I spent as much time with them as I could have or should have. Okay. I just, I don't know. It's just different. And knowing that there's other students that also speak English in your program mm. that you can spend time with makes a really big difference, I think. Okay. Did having a host family kind of help you with your Spanish, do you think? I think it kind of did to an extent. Mm -hmm. um, obviously they only spoke to me in Spanish. Mm -hmm. um, not really in English ever, only like they would ask me like, oh what does this word mean in English? Mm -hmm. Or like what is this word? Like One example is like honeybee. Mm -hmm. Spanish word. <laughs> um, and then I think a lot of it is more in like the classroom and listening to the professors a lot because mm -hmm. it's like complete Spanish integration within the classes. So mm -hmm. I think that aspect of it. And obviously a lot of people in Spain don't always speak fluent English. Mm -hmm. I mean, some English to get around, but mm -hmm. a lot of it isn't very fluent as it is in other European countries. Mm -hmm. So what was that like? kind of having to jump into this Spanish-speaking world? It was alright. Um, it wasn't too difficult, if mm -hmm. I can really remember. Probably a shock at first, but like yeah. everything's a shock, so it's not like, it doesn't really stick out to me, mm -hmm. particularly. 
I think the biggest shock for me was, like, people coming up to me and asking me for directions all the time. Oh, interesting. Like, I didn't always know the answer, and especially for, like, buses, I was like, it's easy because Toledo's quite small, so I could Mm -hmm. be of help. But other times I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, repeat this, like, slower. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, you don't speak Spanish fluently. I'm like, Mm. okay. Like, I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm working on <laughs> this it. This is what I'm here for. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, what were your classes like? Because you said they, you learned a lot of Spanish just from, like, your interactions with professors. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I had quite a few history classes mm-hmm. that I can remember and politics classes. Uh, one class in particular was a little different, and I did a community service-oriented class mm-hmm. or learning engagement sort of class, mm-hmm. um, and it was based with immigration in oh, Spain. Oh, interesting. Um, so what I did for that is I worked with the Red Cross, or Cruz Roja <laughs> in Spanish, um, mm-hmm. on a project with another girl in the class, Okay. and we actually were able to interview their refugees pretty much at that point, because mm. immigration, mm-hmm. different obviously than refugee, but... Um, mm-hmm. So we interviewed them, and we came up with a list of questions, and we were able to talk to people from, like, or a man from Afghanistan, talk to someone from Venezuela, um, the Ukraine, uh, mm-hmm. Democratic Republic of the Congo, I think that was, it had to think of it in English, <laughs> um, and I think we talked to, like, another person, but it, it's hard, because you're talk you're not only talking to people other than the guy from Venezuela, mm-hmm. you're not only talking to people who don't speak your own language, but they're mm-hmm. not speaking Spanish fluently either. Yeah. So you could tell people's different levels, and your own level was mm-hmm. really difficult to, like, match. And yeah. a couple of them did know English, but we were to speak to them in Spanish mm-hmm. about their experience in Spain, mm-hmm. which was a very difficult and especially the question formation was really hard mm-hmm. because the way you have to phrase things or the way we phrase things even like the grammar mm-hmm. the girl that I worked with thought her Spanish was perfect so she uh, created that list of questions mm-hmm. and she, it was nitpicky a little bit for her to have to transition to her Spanish not being perfect mm-hmm. and I was in charge of typing the notes so I didn't get to like ask so much and I had to listen which is also difficult because you're processing Spanish in a different accent and then trying to do English, Spanish, and type it all out. <laughs> I can't even do that in English. So it, was, yeah. it was a struggle a little bit. But then we formulated little stories or like little history things about them mm-hmm. and did a little presentation for our class. Very cool. But, I mean, it didn't feel so much service-oriented. It was more of like a learning experience, but... Mm-hmm. Still, it was fascinating to learn the differences, mm-hmm. put things in perspective, as far as language skills especially. Yeah. No, that would be quite a challenge to be able to listen in these different accents. You trying to process that while you're like kind of perfecting your language skills and be able to translate that mm-hmm. back to Spanish. For sure. Mm-hmm. And I think I wanted to touch on a little bit how you said like it didn't feel like service, but I think sometimes service can really be just listening to other people's stories Mm -hmm. and sharing that with the people around you. For sure. And I think for the guy from Venezuela, I think he really appreciated that. Mm -hmm. He was a bit older than the other ones, though, like Mm -hmm. in his 60s. So Mm -hmm. 
people of that age tend to like to talk a lot and mm -hmm. tell their own stories, but I think that definitely helped him. Mm -hmm. um, you could tell some other people were a bit more uncomfortable, mm. especially the guy from Afghanistan, which I don't know if it's because we were two white American females, given the politics and the language as well, mm -hmm. gender, different roles such yeah. as that. But he was definitely more difficult to talk to. Mm -hmm. So I, I'd just be curious to see how he viewed us being there. Mm -hmm. Would have been if it was like a help to him or if we were just yeah there. I don't know. Yeah. No, that brings up a good point. Do you feel like as an American student you are viewed differently being in Spain and studying in Spain? Um, I think a little bit with the... The ref working with the refugees and talking with them, I think we were viewed a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know exactly, yeah, obviously, I... what they thought. <laughs> mm -hmm. But other than that, no one knew where I was from. Like, mm -hmm. they were like, where are you from? <laughs> or they just thought I was Spanish or mm -hmm. German. <laughs> Mainly Spanish. Everyone thought I was Spanish. Okay. I like, went to other countries and my family came to visit. We mm -hmm. went to Scotland. And someone said hola to us. Like a tour guide, I was like, oh, that's, that's a new one. Spanish you look then, I guess. Yeah. yeah, apparently. But I don't really think, like, I was waiting for, like, questions about politics mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. Like, I don't know if you had to deal with that being in South Africa at all. A little bit. Mm -hmm. So, I didn't have to deal with that, other than we met a Canadian. Oh, okay. And, of course, he brought up how things were going over here. Mm -hmm. And we're just like... Oh, well, we know your viewpoint, like, <laughs> yeah. obviously as a young Canadian, kind of, but, mm -hmm. yeah, it was not, a little bit with my host family, too, but not okay. so much. Hmm. That's good. Which isn't, I don't know, nothing I had to really deal with too much. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned you traveled around a little bit, so were this that, like, on your weekends or after your program was over? So I kind of did it in a, a different sort of way. I traveled before. Okay. And then we had a short, and I traveled a couple weekends in the beginning, but I wanted to have some time to just relax and try to enjoy the city, mm -hmm. or like just being in one place at one point, not just going, 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 going. Yeah. Because you have to think about where you are, obviously. Mm -hmm. But we had a little fall break, so I technically skipped classes one day. <gasps> what? I know. We were allowed to, like, <laughs> we were allowed to miss like one class. And we had all the same classes in one day, so I'd like, mm -hmm. I skipped a Thursday, which was me missing like seven and a half hours of class. Wow. Which is fine. <laughs> and it wasn't terrible to try to catch up, but mm -hmm. I went on a long trip and went to four different cities then. Mm. Like then, within Spain? Yeah. Okay. And then I did a couple other weekends, and then I traveled with a little bit of my family after. Nice. So I think it was well spread out for me. Mm -hmm. It was important to you to spend the time in Spain, in your host community? Kind of, yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. What do you think was most challenging about being abroad? I think, honestly, for me it was the emotional aspect. Okay. I've never been a very emotional person ever. Mm -hmm. I'm very, like, logic, well not even logic, but like, mm -hmm. straightforward, avoid emotion, keep going, don't worry about that sort of thing, mm -hmm. and, like, just the way everything was laid out, and I got homesick, mm -hmm. and I had to deal with, like, a relationship issue that came up, mm -hmm. so it was, it was all at once for me, mm -hmm. and it just kind of sat with me throughout the semester, which made it 
really hard for me to move through and get through a lot of the semester because of it. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely say like the emotional aspect is just extremely difficult for me mm-hmm. to have dealt with. Yeah. Do you think that has to do with kind of being surrounded by unfamiliar things in an environment like that? or I think that was part of it. And when unexpected things happen, you mm-hmm. try to rely on those closest to you sometimes, mm-hmm. or at least I do. Yeah. So I, in a way, I grew closer to my own, like, family family because when I'm at college here I, I don't talk to them a lot mm-hmm. like maybe like once a month uh, every other week that sort of thing mm-hmm. but when I was in Spain I talked to them so much more obviously there's that distance and you don't have that familiarity like you said mm-hmm. so to an extent yeah, yeah I would have to say how do you think you were able to overcome some of that emotion and those kind of challenges well, I feel or what like, helped you. Yeah, I'm still trying to work through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm not even kidding. I'm just trying to work through it, and mm-hmm. because it just like built up over the semester for me, because I couldn't really figure out how to way to do it. Because it's hard reaching out to people in a different culture, in a mm-hmm. different language. Yeah. Like with the host, being at the host school, obviously they spoke English. Mm -hmm. or not English I mean they did speak English but they only spoke in Spanish to you and you could only speak in Spanish to them Mm -hmm. so that made it hard to even like reach out with them Mm -hmm. I did have a couple of good friends who were helpful there Mm -hmm. but again my family was really important to me while I was abroad and Mm -hmm. keeping that open communication with them Mm -hmm. was really important well I'm glad you had the support through them yeah and I talked to Elena some too she's helpful Mm -hmm. she's always helpful that's for sure (laughs) Do you have any advice that you would want to give students who are thinking about studying abroad? Sure. Um, I think one thing that stuck out to me, or not one, there's a couple of things. First is when deciding what program you want to do. Mm-hmm. I know I basically chose based on my classes and the way everything was laid out. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to graduate early, so that's how I ended up going to Toledo. Okay. Which... I don't think it was the best program for me, in all mm. honesty, and I think there were better options. Okay. Um, but I would think about what city is best for you, what school is best for you, because mm-hmm. I, I didn't think the school thing through enough, because mm-hmm. it just it wasn't ideal for me and the growth mm-hmm. that I kind of wanted. I mean, you don't exactly know what you want. <laughs> That's true. You don't know yeah. what you want before you leave. You think you do, but you don't. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's no really way to formulate that beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think that you really don't know what's going to happen. Like, yeah. a lot of things that happened to me or like were unexpected, and I, there was no way I saw them coming. And like what I had dealt with, I just, mm-hmm. it didn't happen. So... You can't really prepare for that, and there's some things you, you can't prepare for, and I think that you have to think about that before you go. I do regret, obviously, going at all, and mm-hmm. I learned so much about people mm-hmm. and how I deal with emotions or don't deal with emotions. <laughs> That's the mm-hmm. perfect thing there. Yeah. But, yeah, I would think that there's going to be a lot of unexpected things, and you can only do so much to prepare for that mm-hmm. and just... You have to be flexible in that way, mm-hmm. and there's nothing 
that I can really say to help so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Expect the unexpected. <laughs> I feel like I'm a Hallmark card. So <laughs> it's great. All the cliches. Yeah, what else do I got? Home is where the heart is. Perfect. Do you think it's different kind of being an international studies major and going abroad because that's kind of what you've been studying for your whole time at St. Norbert? Yeah, yeah. I think the major is so interdisciplinary that it covers some stuff, but it won't cover all stuff. But I think just having a natural understanding of differences between human beings and cultures and being like culturally competent mm -hmm. is one thing, emotionally competent. Um, and that sort of thing. But you even see that when you go to other countries and being like, ethnocentrism is really big. Mm, yeah. Which you've probably seen as well. But mm -hmm. that's something that I noticed, especially with my host dad. Okay. Which I thought was really fascinating. Not that I expected anyone to be more open-minded than yeah. others. Mm -hmm. But I definitely saw like a bit of ethnocentrism and mm -hmm. even like racism within mm -hmm. culture and just that sort of thing. Yeah. No, that's interesting that you bring up that, because I, I even think as a study abroad office, we don't always talk about that quite as much as maybe we should be talking about it. Yeah. Because it really, we do value our own way of thinking and doing mm -hmm. things, and sometimes just because we see a difference, we think that somehow that's not the right way, or like that our way is obviously better because yeah. we do it that way. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised at how, like, because you'd think being, I mean, Europe is Europe, There, you can't generalize, mm -hmm. but there's still like a sense, there's just like your stereotypes of each country mm -hmm. from your own host family, like especially France and Spain being as close as they have ideas about each other, mm -hmm. and that sort of thing, and even the English are always put there too. <laughs> I don't know if you have any personal experience with that, <laughs> having been there, yeah. and lived there. Yeah. But, yeah, that's just my take from it was more ethnocentric than I had anticipated. Mm -hmm. What do you think was your biggest growth while abroad? I, I generally have learned to be a patient person, but it's a different type of patient. Like when you're sitting there waiting in the airport mm -hmm. or things are canceled, mm -hmm. which I didn't have to deal with too much, but there's a lot of like waiting and sitting back and just stepping back mm -hmm. that comes with study abroad that yeah you just have to relax and take it all in mm -hmm. do you think the pace of life was slower in spain compared to here or at least in toledo yeah um i guess it was kind of hard for me to see at times because toledo's so touristy mm, okay and my host family um mm -hmm. he was an architect and he was usually home all the time. So like okay. there I was never really home alone if I was home, mm -hmm. which I like being home alone. <laughs> like mm -hmm. I mean, I was more introverted obviously being in Spain and I'm a naturally introverted person. Mm -hmm. But I it was harder for me to see that sort of thing because I think of the dynamic of the city. Mm -hmm. I think people with like an internship would be able to see that. Okay. A little bit better if mm -hmm. that makes sense. But mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's my take on. It. Yeah. You graduated, technically, mm -hmm. while you were abroad. Like, I did. What does that mean for you? That's one thing I'm <laughs> pondering. If I, re if I regret actually saving my study abroad to the last 
semester, people are like, oh, you're doing it right. You're going out with a bang. You're, mm -hmm. you're graduating. You don't have to come back. And I'm like, okay, you don't get that, though. Like, <laughs> I'm graduating. I have this degree. Mm -hmm. But then there's a question of, like, what's next? Yeah. I can be a planner if I need to be a planner. Mm -hmm. But, like, I didn't know what to expect. And study abroad has a way. Elena said this to me. <laughs> study abroad has a way of shaking things up. Mm-hmm. And boy, did it shake things up for me. <laughs> but in a good way. Mm -hmm. In a good way. But I think just... I would have almost liked to have gone back to school and been able to get back into the swing of things. And it would give me that, that time to decide mm -hmm. more so what's next. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that I don't have time now, but yeah. I just kind of feel... Like, oh, here I am, just plopped back. Plopped back. Plopped back into my home where I haven't I haven't lived since, like, freshman year mm -hmm. for more than a week. Yeah. So it's just, like, that's another shock to me, or was a shock to me more so in the beginning. Mm-hmm. was just being home and getting back into the pattern to being with my parents and mm -hmm. all that jazz. Yeah. Got a lot of good quotes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because... I think in a way it's almost easier when you don't study abroad your last semester because you come back to a routine that you're more right. used to and then you can process kind of what you've gone through while you're mm -hmm. like almost living the motions. I mean you are here in the present yeah, but like that's for sure. you just have more time to be able to process everything that you've gone through. Whereas now you're kind of like, oh, I need to process the situation I'm in right yeah. now, trying to find a job and yeah, no, that's planning a for the future. Good point. You're just trying to process it all, and I feel like I've lived with like four different families. Like I, I lived mm -hmm. with my in my college here, mm -hmm. and then I lived, like I've said, with my cousin mm -hmm. and her husband in the summer, mm -hmm. and then I was plopped in Spain, and now I'm living with my parents again. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, boom, 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 and I'm yeah. like, oh, where are we living next? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just like you don't take that time to think about like necessarily what you want. You're just thinking of what you need to do next. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. it's, it's again. It's what's next, Crystal. What's next? <laughs> what's next? <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Crystal, for coming and talking to me today. Oh, of course, I love talking to you, Paige. <laughs> I'm glad I roped you into this. Oh, for sure. It's been grand. <laughs> All right. Thanks. What happens abroad stays abroad unless you talk it out. If you're interested in sharing your story, contact us at studyabroad at snc.edu.